Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mitch Keller didn't pitch great yesterday in Bradenton. Three-plus innings, eight hits, four runs. Control wasn't all there. Stuff definitely wasn't all there. That has to change. Good morning to you. Good Monday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Pirates. Comes your way bright and early every weekday. If you're into football and or hockey, I also offer up Daily Shots of Steelers and Penguins where you found this. The final was Rays 9, Pirates 2. The result, as ever, doesn't matter. Keller's line, technically speaking, doesn't matter. Uh, As he put it himself in discussing it with reporters at Lee Com Park, this was mostly experimental. He was trying a lot of off-speed pitches. Like the last game I covered, he gave me pretty much the same uh, explanation for that. Here's what he had to say yesterday. Yeah, it felt really good. Uh, I just ran into some trouble when I wasn't landing first pitch breaking ball stuff. So that's all it really came down to that. And then some singles. I mean, I made my pitches on a few of them. Fell through the holes. But uh, other than that, I felt really good. And this is all okay. It is. This is what spring training is for, especially if you're, you know, a drop dead lockdown certainty to be part of the team. You're not trying to impress. You're trying to prepare. And you're also not trying, as so many players will go out of their way to stress, to put pressure on yourself. You're not trying to pile up anything. Uh, Baseball's a hard enough game without gripping the ball too tightly or squeezing the bat too tightly. At the same time, Keller's always been a little bit of a different dude in that regard. Remember, three years ago, Keller was the one who, in a room full of veterans, surrounded by uh, the Chris Archers, the Joe Musgroves, and so forth, told me he expected to be the ace of that staff. And he didn't say it in a bragging kind of way. He said it in a, this is where I want to be at. This is where I see my talent being a match. And this, too, is a positive trait. You absolutely want this. The difference is the Pirates need this. There is nowhere for this season to go. And I don't just mean like, you know, contending in something uh, stupid like that. Everyone knows this team's going to be 
below 500, well below 500, and not hanging around for anything, even like through the third or fourth week of April. That's not where I'm going when I'm talking about what's a wasted season or what isn't. It's about getting better. It's about seeing the team take a step forward, not just from 61 wins, but in terms of shaping up into a roster that's got this hole filled and that hole filled. And now it starts looking like something because when the next group comes along, whether it's from Indianapolis or Altoona or whatever it is, there are fewer holes to fill. Mitch Keller has the biggest hole to fill, and he has to fill it. Been saying this now for a while, but if he bombs, if he fails, it's going to take quite a lot longer for this organization to get anything done. This portion of Daily Shot of Pirates is brought to you by our friends at North Shore Tavern that's directly across Federal Street from PNC Park. It's home of Steak on a Stone, an eating experience, underscoring the word experience. The steak is brought to you partially cooked on an 800-degree stone, and you do the rest. It's a ton of fun, it's a great meal, and it's a baseball atmosphere like no other in Pittsburgh. North Shore Tavern, right across Federal Street from PNC Park. Now, all that doom and gloom aside, Keller's been one of the bright spots, if not the number one bright spot of this spring training. If only because he showed up with a 100-mile-an-hour fastball. And yeah, yesterday it was around 97 or whatever, but he also was, to use the term again, getting really experimental on stuff. There was a lot of different types of pitches, off-speed stuff that Roberto Perez had him working on. So you weren't about to see him get into some kind of steady groove where you work your way from 97 to 98 and on up to 100. He's got the 100-mile-an-hour fastball. It's back. It's real. And if he pounds it, Beginning this weekend in St. Louis, if he just hammers the Cardinals with this pitch and then uses the off-speed stuff as a balance, as something that keeps them from sitting on the fastball, then he's got a chance to have that be real, meaning the whole package. And if that happens, then your rotation has an anchor. And if that happens, maybe you have one or two others, like a JT Brubaker, who yesterday was named the starter for opening day Thursday at Bush Stadium, or a Bryce Wilson, or Zach Thompson, or even a Will Crow, who jump in and maybe don't feel as much pressure themselves. It, it's still going to be there. They still have to pitch to stay in the majors. But it's not the same as being the guy who carries everything around. Keller has now been that guy, and I mean this in a negative context, for the better part of four years now. We keep waiting on him, and we keep getting dunked on. At some point, for the collective script to flip, it's got to begin with certain individuals. In 2021, for everything else that went wrong in losing 101 games, you did see Brian Reynolds completely bury 
his 2020 showing the two-month thing that he dismisses pretty much with a flick of the hand now, and he should. It was two months. It was weird. But from the pitching perspective, I mean, unless you want to start talking about David Bednar and, and relievers, you haven't seen anyone, anyone do that as a starter with this team. And they can try to take uh, all the burden off these guys that they want, and they talk about it incessantly. Don't worry about how many innings you throw. Just give it your best for two and a third or whatever it is. Okay, fine. That's modern baseball. No one's expecting Brubaker to go seven and two-thirds. No one's expecting that from Keller either. I'm aware of what year it is. But I'm also aware that no baseball team achieves anything without starting pitching. And this kid... This kid is the one who has to begin getting it done, and maybe in a big way. When we come back, just one question. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown, and through adaptable problem-solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome back. Today's J1Q comes from Matt, who asks, to put things in perspective regarding Kevin Newman, didn't he hit like 600 in spring training last year? Yeah, Matt, he did. It was uh, 6.06, in fact. It was the greatest spring training average performance in the history of the franchise. I don't know if it is or not, but you can't imagine that too many people along the way would have been at 6.06 even accounting for 135 years of prior history. But 
as someone who was there watching that 606 come into play. And remember that like two or three days before the end of that spring training, he was over 700. And you have never seen more balls seek out grass, empty grass, vacated grass, and then just die somewhere than what came off of his bat in that magical month. The contact wasn't there. The contact definitely wasn't there when the regular season came about. And he'd end up hitting 226 despite a a late semi-surge in September. And that was the year after he hit 224. And, you know, it's super easy, maybe even right, to bury someone like that and say, listen, you know, good glove, good dude, uh, plays hard, all that other stuff, but can't hit, so see ya. There are advanced metrics that will illustrate that Newman had the softest contact of any everyday player in the game. That alone should ensure that you are not an everyday player in the game. But here he is. O'Neill Cruz gets sent back for flagrant and obvious Super 2 reasons, arbitration reasons. Newman is still the shortstop. Newman is still here. And Newman still has that 2019 season on his ledger. It still exists. Didn't get erased. And that year, for pretty much everyone who's forgotten, he slashed 308, 353, 449. 12 home runs. He did almost everything that Brian Reynolds did as a rookie. Their stats were virtually identical. So what he's tried to do and what might, that's might be different about Newman this year. And I I appreciate, believe me, the context of your question here. And I understand why you're challenging me because I've expressed at least mild, cautious optimism about Newman on my end. Is that the contact has been there. I was joking with him the other day in the clubhouse at Lecom, his first time up, he absolutely blistered a ball to left. And whoever was out there, I can't remember any of their names, these American League teams, whoever was out there didn't have to budge. It just zipped right into his glove. And the crowd and everybody goes, oh, and Newman just, you know, very businesslike as always, just goes back to the dugout. So I'm joking with him afterward. I say, would you rather have that than, like, I don't know, like even half of the hits that you had in spring training last year? And he said, oh, man, believe me, right about now, I'll take it. I'll take that kind of contact. But when we get to St. Louis, I won't. Meaning he would rather have the result. And that that makes sense. His stance looks different. You'll notice that right away if you haven't seen any of the games in spring so far. It's more upright. He's driving the ball more again. He's getting more authoritative swings. The swing might be a little bit longer 
but that's usually something that's not spoken in a plus connotation. And he's gotten results out of it as well. Not just line outs to left. I asked Newman when I was down there what he expects will be the difference in his approach. Yeah, um, you know, kind of uh, getting back to the gap-to-gap um, sort of approach, um, you know, standing a little bit more upright this year, a um, little more handsy this year. Uh, so, it looks different. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So made some good adjustments, um, you know, gotten really good feedback here in, in, uh, in spring training off live at-bats and stuff. So, um, you know, find the barrel and just going to continue to work on that and, and progress and, you know, get back to that gap-to-gap hitter, like I said. Good for him. Hey, go ahead and be skeptical, be cynical, whatever it is. We all have a right to do that, myself included. Um, I'm remembering that Newman could really, really hit a baseball in the year 2019. That was not all that long ago. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everyone listening to Daily Shot of Pirates. We'll do another one of these tomorrow when we'll be just a couple of days away from the opening of actual baseball. (laughs) 